this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor's going to distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. Phyllis is four of a kind. Kane's in Las Vegas. Victoria's kicking butt and taking names. And we've got a love square happening. Stay tuned for this week's Restless Rap. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to After Buzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hey, everybody. I'm Rachel Goodman, and I'm here with Farah. Hi, I'm very nice for sure. You guys didn't get to see it, but we were totally jamming out earlier in the studio. So, yeah, we, uh, <laughs> we'll we have to jam out during the show yes, sometime, too, because we we've will. got mad dancing skills. Before we get started, um, I just wanted to give a shout out to anybody who has been affected by the fires in California. Just a really quick shout out. Um, hopefully everybody is safe. Um, Hubby Joe and I we live in Porter Ranch. Uh, I was wondering how you're doing. So we had to evacuate. Oh my god, I didn't know that. We did, yeah. <gasps> we had to evacuate. We were fine. Our dog babies were fine, oh, too. Good. But it was quite a nightmare and very dramatic. But we are okay, and I'm hoping that for anyone else affected, you are okay, too. Anyway, let's just dive right in. We've got Mary in the chat and some and Simone Francois. Mary says, I know Chelsea is a mom, but back off a little. He's upset with you every time you enter a room. He runs. With Sharon, he feels more comfortable. I find Chelsea is too pushy now for Connor. How do you feel about that? I mean, we'll definitely get into it more. But yeah, yeah. I don't understand why they reserved it. This is like, well, too much coke. Um, I don't understand why they resorted to Sharon. It was so random. Like, of all people, like, take your kid to a professional, lady. We have seen that they do have professional therapists. Yeah. But no, Sharon is the Sharon best. Sharon to the rescue. Sharon, because why not? Because she's so stable in life. Yes. Because everyone should send their child to their ex for <laughs> therapy because Can't. that is the perfect solution. And has Sharon even had a patient before? That's the other. Uh, is she even? No. I know she graduated from undergrad, but that doesn't classify you as a therapist not the appropriate person to take your struggling child to and if she had her phd 
in in psychiatry or psychology, she still would not be the appropriate person. Yeah, there must be some kind of storyline that they're creating with this. I just don't know what there there has to be. There has to be because why? Why? Why Sharon? Sharon? Yeah, but we'll dive into that and more. Definitely stay tuned for our law moment at the end and our predictions. So we will cover those. So make sure to uh, after we do our content to stick it out through the end for that. But also, we are going to take calls today. Um, We'll do one segment first, and then we'll dive into calls. So uh, be ready on the lines. We will announce when you guys can call in. Uh, We have one more comment here from Simone. Hello, everyone. So who is Kane really going to meet in Vegas? Chance or some other mysterious person? That's a good question. We'll get to that in a second. Let's go ahead and dive in and start with everything going on with with Newman Enterprises and Victoria. And Victoria kicking butt and taking names. She's definitely kicking butt. Yeah. She she got that company. I did not expect that outcome. I did not either. I was, my mouth was literally open when that happened. I was like, what is going on? Victor? Is this Victor? What (laughs) is going on? On. Yeah. I mean, it was, okay, sidetrack for a second. It was a really endearing conversation that they had. Yeah, it was. It, I'm not going to lie, brought me to tears a little bit, but I'm overly emotional sometimes, so I'm not necessarily the normal human. But yeah, I cried a little bit. It was such a sweet little conversation that they had and that he basically gave her the the seat yeah to be the ceo so let's rewind a little bit yeah and then we'll get back to that um kind of at the beginning of the week i mean we saw like we had seen this on the previews and i know you and i were talking about this where she throws the dagger whatever that is whatever it was like the letter opener the dagger the knife yeah we took it all we brought them to our land an endless night ember hot and icy cold the rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. They could not get a clear picture of what this thing was. Um, but she threw it at his picture. So we had seen that something was happening. Yeah. Um, but watching it play out this week was frustrating. It was. And the fact that Victor, I mean, he went and he told an HR person, former HR person, yeah. first, before he even told his own daughter. Yeah. That was frustrating. The fact that he would just decide, oh, hey, P.S., I'm coming back to run yeah. the company. Yeah. That was just infuriating. Like, I was like, what? what is he doing? Why? Like, why Why is he just randomly, does he, does he want to cause problems? Like, is this the whole point? Yeah. I'm going to play devil's advocate a little bit and just... I don't know why, but I'm I'm on Victor's side with this one. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like God, you're, you're, the kids are just spoiled brats. Like, you know, you're not entitled to anything. Like, your father developed this company from scratch, from nothing, and just because you have his blood running through your veins doesn't mean that he's just going to hand over the company. He's still alive. He's well and he's kicking. Thank your lucky stars. Um, let him let him enjoy the company while he's alive. Like, you have plenty of time to take over the company when he dies. Yeah. Uh, so I will say I definitely agree with your points, and I agree with the fact that it is his company, and yeah. technically... He didn't officially 
See, Victor was kind of when he, I remember when he gave gave I'll put that in quotes gave the company to Victoria. He didn't really give it to her. No. It was pretty much like, okay, you're going to be running it now. Um, but he didn't give. There was no you know end date in mind either. No. So, but I will say this in terms of Victoria. I think that it's beyond blood for her. I think that she really has worked her butt off and yeah. that she is a very capable person at Absolutely. doing this job. And I think she's proven that time mm-hmm. and again. Um, even with Brash and Sassy, like, yeah. it wasn't her fault that the company folded. It was like she did everything right. We can blame Bill- Billy for that. Yeah. Um, so I feel like she's a very capable woman and yeah. a capable person in general. And that any company would really be lucky to have of her, which is yeah. one of the points they were making with Jabot this week too, and Billy trying to get her over there. Yes. How did you feel about that? I mean, I thought it was sweet that he really wanted to like you know partner up with her and not only you know have a romantic life with her, but also have a professional life with her. Um, but it was it was nice how Victoria took him to the park. To show him that, you know, they don't necessarily need to have a professional relationship. They have such a wonderful life outside of work together. They have children together, and um, they have such a great partnership outside of work that um, they still have such a great relationship. Yeah. So, And it's nice enough, like, I know when two people are together, like, obviously, we spend so much time at work yeah. between the commute and actually at the job. It is nice when you get to work with your spouse, right. but on the other hand, you instead of being able to go home and relax, yeah. you have all the tension, and then between the two of you, yeah. you might keep the tension going when you yeah, get home. So exactly. it might be nice to kind of just have it a little separate. Yeah. And then on top of that, uh, just knowing that at least they're in similar industries, so they, they can at least still talk to each other and understand each exactly. other. And I think that's the important thing. Yeah. It's not like they're from two different worlds where they wouldn't get each other. Exactly. So I feel like it would have been very sweet. But one of the things is that Victoria would have been taking a major step down. Yeah. Um, and I don't think at this point. She didn't want to do that. Yeah. At this point, she's above that. Like she, yeah. She's put in her time. Yeah. Um, and she, I don't think that they'd be using her services the right way. If she I agree. There. I agree. It wouldn't be in her best interest for sure. Yeah. So then leading back to the rest of this, we're leading up to the moment we were talking about in the beginning yeah. with the conversation between her and Victor, one of the things that really stood out to me is that when she put her foot down, she's like, nope, these are my terms. We're doing it this way or I'm walking. And if I walk, you know, by the way, I'm going to go open up my own company. Yeah. I'm not scared of you. And I love how she said, I'm not going to do what Nicholas did as yeah. she put his name. Yeah. She, she really was very, very, very like, you know, direct about blunt yeah like she was like nope i am i'm doing it the right way yeah but when i do it i will be a worthy rival of newman enterprises right and you're not going to be able to stop me Mm -hmm. and um i think that that really hit victor hard like yeah you know what she's right if she went and worked on her own she would he i think he's more scared of her than anything that nick could do yeah but at the same time going back to the fact that i'm gonna defend victor on this one um she learned everything she knows because the king taught her. <laughs> you know? Like, take your time, support your father who's ill right now, and, you know, let him get... I don't know. 
I just, I guess I took it very, per- I took the storyline <laughs> very personally. I'm just like, if it, were, if it were me and if it were my father, first of all, I'd be so thankful that he's healthy and capable of working and it's his company and I would just like, I would want him to be the king. I would yeah. want him to the pa- be the patriarch until his very last breath and be proud of his work. Another thing is like, why would you want to A, push your father out of a company that he created and then B, a lot of times it's like when older people retire, it's like that's when they start going downhill. Well, that know? to me, that's the problem is that Victor's not at full health and so we saw... As we as we found out this week, remember how I was thinking that he may have hallucinated the whole Adam thing because mm-hmm. he zoned out and then Adam was gone and Victor was confused for a yeah. second? And then he kind of did something like that with Nikki later. We found out this week that that conversation definitely did happen yeah. because we heard about it from right. Adam's point of view, which tells me that Victor is definitely not at full capacity. He should not be running his company solo. Got it. So my thought is, even if he was going to come back, I feel like it should have been a joint effort between I agree him and with Victoria. You. I agree with you. And that they were and both equal. See, that would have yeah. been fair if yeah. she would have been like, let's do this together. Let's, you know, figure out how we can both be partners in this venture and... um yeah, I just don't. I felt like she was attacking the poor guy. <laughs> no, I see that too. I definitely get it. Yeah. I just, I think I feel, I, I just couldn't help but feel frustrated for Victoria just because in, like, there's all, there's the sense that, okay, great, he's healthy, he can come back and yeah. work this job again. But there's also the sense that um, I feel like so many times Victor does this where he pits his children against each other. Totally. And, like, we saw that with Abby. We've seen it with Adam where he's yeah. like, oh, you're going to be CEO, even though Victoria was the one who had been working under yeah. him for so many months or, yeah. and, you know, I think over a year at that point. So it just – it was frustrating for me to watch him do this again. Yeah, but, I get it. But the conversation at the end was very um, rejuvenating. Oh, my God. And I did not expect – I didn't expect it to go in that way at all. I thought no. she was going to be walking. Yeah, I, I figured that too. But I think when he saw the dagger, whatever it was, on his face, he was like, <laughs> not another kid. Like, yeah. I, Adam already tried to kill me once. Like, I can't get another kid against me at this point in my life. Like, yeah. and And his – being in this place where he is sick, I think it does give him more perspective. And we saw he also had a conversation with Summer, and so he knows. Yeah, and she's yeah, upset with him. Yeah, to a point where she won't even, she doesn't want to fix this. She no. just wants to not love him anymore. She's walking. Yeah. I th- yeah, but we'll get to that scene, too. We have a bunch of comments in the chat, so I'm just going to um, go through and read some of these. Simone Francois says, I am proud of Victoria for sticking up for herself. But will Victor truly walk away and leave Newman in her hands? That's a very good point. I don't think so. No. No. Um, Todd Beaton. Hey, Tom. Todd. Not Tom. Victoria will not last at Victor. uh, Will not last. Victor and Victoria's fights for Newman would be a great storyline. Adam will end up with Newman. I think so, too. Because I think he's going to come back and that's going to be his new goal. Yeah. Uh, Samuel Levon says, I'm so tired of Victoria begging to be the CEO. Why not start our own business? Stop running back to Newman. Okay, I, I see that. Um, and then just kind of scan, you know, scrolling through here. Samuel Levon, I feel like Phyllis is more invested than Adam about seeking revenge. Adam just gets on my nerves with his monotone voice and acting. Huh, okay. Well, we'll talk about that. So before we get to our next topic here... 
Farah, did you have an announcement you wanted to make? Yes, we just always want to thank you guys so much for tuning in and helping us and supporting us in doing what we love to do. If you guys are watching us on YouTube, please be sure to click like and also uh, comment and uh, let us know how you're liking the show. And if you're watching us on iTunes, please give us five stars. Um, And we're going to be taking calls in a little bit. So stay tuned. The number's up. um, And we're looking forward to that. Yeah, thank you guys for always showing up. I love how we have all of you interacting with us. It makes the show that much more amazing and special. Um, So thank you. And as Farah said, we are now open for live phone calls. So um, if you're watching this, it is Sunday, uh, October 13th. It's about 5.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So if you are watching live, please call us now at 424-354-8302. We have the number up there, too. And Ryan has put it up like 10 times. So if you... <laughs> in the chat. So it's there. Um, <laughs> and we have a couple people saying hi. So Duelman, hi, guys. Kenneth Clark, hey, Rach, hey, Farah, and everybody. So, yes, we are. Thank you guys, hey, for popping in. We're open for calls. All right. While we're waiting, we have a lot of little things that were kind of happening, but I feel like maybe talking about, um, let's talk about our our love square that's going on. So we were just reaching. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, I'm excited for that storyline. I'm so excited. Yeah. So I think really what fascinates me is Theo of all of the four of them because he is obviously a master manipulator, classic narcissist, Mm -hmm. but I genuinely feel like we saw him like actually let his guard down in front of Lola. I know. And like he genuinely cares for her. Yes. And that we, because we were thinking, and like everybody in the chat was thinking, that Theo's problem all along had been because he was in love with Kyle. Mm -hmm. I think after this week, I'm thinking, no, the problem was that he was jealous over the relationship. Right. And that Kyle Kyle found someone like Lola. Right. And he's, there's animosity there. Yeah. And I'm sure part of him is trying to sabotage it because he's a manipulator. But I think that there's another part of him who actually is starting to fall for her. Uh-oh. Yeah. And she's falling. She's she's getting there. I think she is, too. She's flirting back for sure. The, the, the ketchup slash blood. Oh, my goodness. And, like, I think that here's the thing with Lola. I feel like she's very, very grounded. Yeah. And she's got that personality that can just work with a lot of people yes. who are like Theo and like the way Kyle was yes. even. She's good for guys like that yes. who don't want to settle down because she's so grounded. And, like, she's that person that who you want to be with. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, she's yeah. that person who makes you want to be in a relationship exactly and we we saw a little vulnerable side of theo yeah and i think like i honestly think that their relationship would be really nice and to see theo turn um and be better than he is yeah would be interesting and i also feel like when i watch summer and kyle together i've felt this for a while but especially the last couple of weeks when i see them I feel like they're the two people who are meant to be together. Okay. But it was just the wrong, wrong time. time. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're too young. Yeah. They and, need to live it up a little. But they're very, like, they're on the same page. They have the same kind of business mindset. And I feel yeah. like sometimes, it, even if you could have 
chemistry with someone else like Kyle and Lola obviously have feelings for each other. I also feel like at the same time, um, they're, they're just things that they'll never connect on with. Yes, I agree with you on that for sure. Um, but there's definitely something brewing. And they were way, like, very obvious, even the way Kyle, like, they kept cutting back and forth. Between, between the two! I know. Yeah. So it's almost like, okay, well, if it's going to happen, it can happen like this, because then no one could really be that angry about it. Okay, question. Who do you think is going to do it first? Kyle and Summer, or, and by do it, I mean, like, hook up or kiss or whatever. Okay, so I think that the obvious answer in a way, I think the obvious answer would be Kyle and, and Summer. Summer. So yeah. I think what's going to happen is Lola and Theo. And I say obvious oh. because I think Theo would do it no matter what. Like, I don't think, I think that his morals, Nothing's stopping him. Yeah, but yeah. I think that Lola, between the four of them, Lola's the character who has the, she's the most likely to say no between uh-huh. the four of them. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But I think that she's going to be the one who says yes. And Uh-oh. I think that the writers are going to do it that way on purpose. Uh-oh. Is there a yeah. soundbite we could use for that? Any exciting sound bites? Any exciting sound bites? Yeah, like bum bum bum. <laughs> All right, or that, or that, that works too. Or that, or that. <laughs> we need to just like put that over the moment it happens. Every single sound bite there is. Let's just use it all. Uh, Todd Beaton, Lola's having a baby, and that comes from the preview. Yeah. Could be. Or maybe it's just a scare and it's not a baby. Or Maybe it's butterflies because she has a crush on Theo. Ooh, that might be it. (laughs) Ding! (laughs) (laughs) And the thing is, what? okay, we don't even know what part of the week that we're seeing that. So she could have already hooked up with Theo by the time we see that. Ooh! Yeah. Because we don't know she yet. didn't look happy about it. No. Because what if it's like, and this is whole, so like scary because it goes back to the situation with Mia. Yeah. Where Mia really didn't know who the father was of the baby. I mean, yes. she she kind of knew, but she really didn't. Um, so yeah, uh, it would just be very interesting if Lola does hook up with him. I mean, that would be kind of fast, I feel. But yeah. If it happened, and then suddenly, yeah, she's talking She to- was preggers. Yeah. That would lead Kyle straight into Summer's oh, arms. Oh, he would never... Because here's the thing. If Lola breaks Kyle's heart, Lola's supposed to be the one who never cheats yeah. on him. And if she does it, then he's probably going to be thinking, well, anyone can cheat on me. Goodbye. And, yeah. like, he's done. Like, we're all the character growth we've seen with Kyle, it's done. It's reversing. Done-zo. We're back to Kyle, like, 1.0 when he first came back to Genoa City. Yeah. No. Ugh. This so, is an exciting storyline. So what do you think, in terms of kind of going back to your question, yeah. who do you think is going to be the first couple to hook up? I agree with you. Yeah. I think it's going to be Lola and Theo. Yeah. And... Do you, without getting too much into predictions territory, because I feel like we're on the topic, might as well talk about it now, how how do you see this playing out ultimately? Pretty much what you said. Yeah. I think they're going to hook up, and then um, Kyle's going to find out about it somehow, and then he's going to go to summer. Yeah. And then... Yeah. yeah. And then it could be, like, I feel like it's going to be... Kyle and Summer, they have just been really, really close lately, especially over Victor's not-so-death death. Yeah. So I feel like they're already going down that path. Yeah. And I think what's going to happen, I feel like we're seeing a, a, a different Summer, and I feel like it might go down that path where they're about to hook up or maybe just kiss. Okay. And I think that Summer is going to stop it. I think she's going to say, hey, this isn't right, as 
Lola and Theo are hooking up for the first Ooh. time. I think that would be because they've already shown it should, it should just be a split screen it, while they're doing it. Yeah, just like them. And then <laughs> I'm sure this won't happen, but it would be even funnier if Kyle then goes to Lola with flowers and walks in on her with Theo. Oh, I, I highly doubt that that's where they would go with that, but I'm just like seeing it playing out that way in my head. But. It is a good storyline. It's interesting. I like that we're getting... I, I just like the way they're doing this. It's, it's funny it, how we always complain about Y&R not having healthy relationships. And, and now here we're, we're like, are. rooting it on! We're like, yeah! yes! Let the cheating commence! Yes. <laughs> yeah. We're it so is, excited about it. Yeah, well, I think it's just because I don't see... I mean, I like Lola and Kyle's relationship, but I'd rather see Kyle with Summer. I would, too. They're so cute together. Yeah, and especially after everything Summer's been through yeah. and the vulnerable side we saw with her, I just feel like that deep down she is kind of, and I, I don't mean this in an insulting way, but I almost feel like there's like a little girl inside of her. Yeah. And that it she hides it away, but with Kyle, she let out her true self, and it was really, it was really touching to see that. Yeah. And it would be nice to have her with somebody who got her and totally. not somebody like Theo who just doesn't get it. He doesn't get it. Yeah. Theo's lost. Uh, we have a couple of comments about this. So, Duleman says, I still think Theo is in love with Kyle. Uh, after uh, Ryan saying, plead your case at Duleman, Duleman, we're taking calls. Call us. <laughs> Call us. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about. Theo's love for Kyle, I, it's not off the it's not off the table. I think it could still be a possibility. Could, yeah. But I'm just thinking that now maybe we were maybe what we missed is that he wanted Lola because they hadn't made it that obvious before. Nope. But now it's like, oh, okay. Do you think he wants Lola, or do you think he just wants that healthy relationship, or so it seems that Kyle and Lola have? I think that there's a part of him that wants to to just manipulate in general, and I think he'll work anybody. Um, okay. So it's hard to tell because I think sometimes he doesn't even know what he really wants. Oh. Um, but I think that it also could be that he wants Lola because Kyle has her. Right. So it's just really hard to say. I, I want to believe that deep down he's a good guy, though, and that Lola is the person he really truly would be good to. Um, but I also think that she's too smart to ever... Um, like, I think it might be her eventually, but I also feel like she's so smart about, you know, people manipulating her. Yeah. That, and, and, like, we saw how hard it was for Kyle to date her. Yep. Um, let alone a guy like Theo, so I just think that she would just be very cautious about ever, you know, letting her guard down with him and, yeah. and cheating on Kyle. Unless it turns out that Kyle cheats first. Then she might be like, okay, Theo, let's go. Yeah. Yeah, then I could see that too. But I still think somehow they're going to have it be where she's the one who cheats first. Yeah, I mean, I think I feel like there's a reason that um, they had the whole pregnancy scare in the previews. Yeah. I feel like that is going to be incorporated into their storyline somehow. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, uh, we have another comment here. Todd Beaton says, Newman Abbott, uh, new people in their family, only way written can... Um, I think he means that, okay, that they're adding a, a baby storyline to kind of like, that because they have to, which I don't know. I, I don't know about that. Who said, I mean, they just got married. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like, I mean, just because you get married doesn't mean you need to have a baby. But right. I see what he's saying, though. Um, 
All right. So let's kind of move on here. Let's talk about Devon because we had a lot with Elena. Yeah. You were texting me about everything with Elena. So, all right. Let's start with that question then. How do you feel about their relationship at this point? I think that Amanda Sinclair is definitely throwing a wrench into their relationship. I think that poor Elena is showing signs of doubt and insecurity. Um, but I think it's coming from, like, the right place. I think it, you know, his, Devon's feelings for her are unfortunately declining or they're kind of, like, at a standstill because he's so laser-focused on, A, getting to the bottom of this will and the fact that Amanda Sinclair has just, like, risen up from the dead almost, like his ex, and uh, she's in his life, and and he's just confused. I'm, I was going to say, poor Devon, because I can only yeah. imagine... If you had lost your life partner... Knock on wood. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's no wood here. Yeah, this is not happening. But, like, just theoretically, I'm just putting myself in his shoes. Yeah. If hub... Well, I'm not even going to say this. Don't say it. I am not saying it. We don't want to hear that. But if, if you... If someone in general had a life partner and they passed away and then suddenly somebody looked... And pretty much, for the sake of argument, acted very similar to yeah. that person. It's natural to kind of wouldn't you be attracted to them? And 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 I think it would be hard not to have feelings for them. Absolutely, especially like she doesn't act that much differently. Nope, and she looks identical. Identical. And this was this was Hillary, and we saw the relationship that he had with her at the end. I mean, yeah, they had their rocky moments, but even in the rockiest moments, he still loved her. Mm -hmm. He still, like, and and Nate made a good point. He said, um, like, practically speaking, Hillary brought out a lot of bad things in Devon, but then Elena brings out all the positive. And yes, practically speaking, that's true. But that doesn't change how your heart feels and how you feel and and, and the people that you want to be with. And so I do think that Elena has... A really good reason to be upset and hurt and and anxious about this. Yes. Because she, even before this happened, she almost felt like she was competing with Hillary's ghost. Ghost, yeah. Yeah. So now that there's a woman in the flesh who (sighs) looks like Hillary, there's there's an even bigger threat. Yeah. And how do you, I think the, the issue for Elena even before this was how do you compete with somebody who that who your partner loved, who right. they will probably always love on some level. Um, it's not like oh, I think we have a caller. I thought we had a caller. I think they just they hung up. Oh, uh, call back! Oh, yes, please call back. I call them back. Yeah. I'm gonna call them back. Okay, we're gonna call you back. So. Uh oh, here we go. <laughs> this is happening. Hello. Hi, this is uh, After Buzz TV. Hey, this is Steph. Love the after show, first of all. Hey, Steph. You two queens rock. Second of all, my question is, do you think Y&R is scared to do a gay storyline? Uh, I was actually just thinking that. We've never had that. So they have Tessaraya. Um, oh, yes, yes, you're, so, you're right. They have a lesbian storyline. But, but what I remember is that when Cameron Grimes, who plays Mariah... When she first started um, having an interest in Tessa, um, when the character started having an interest in Tessa, there were a lot of people who gave pushback on it. And so yes, they might was. be. Um, I think that, and then they pulled the storyline back for a while. 
So I actually think that they kind of might be a little bit. But yeah. I know that Adam at one point had a male lover too, right? I don't remember that. It was very, very close. I don't, I don't think that they actually dated. Okay. But it was, they were like insinuating that something yeah. was happening. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think, Vera? I think that there's, you know, obviously the show is all over the country. And there are definitely some viewers who may not be as open to that kind of storyline. And um, so I guess I would understand why they would be a little cautious. Um, but I think I think it would be interesting. I think the Tessa-Raya situation is interesting yeah. and intriguing and... Um, but, yeah, I mean, we've never had a gay storyline, so. Yeah, it, I, you know, um, and just to speak on that, um, I, I know some other people in the chat were asking as well. Um, Steph, thank you for calling in. Yeah. Well, how, do you, how do you feel about it? Oh, she hung up a, oh, a while ago. okay, oh, cool. We, well, we, th- we so appreciate the call and urge others to call in. Yeah, yeah please, thank you, Steph, please, for please. calling in. That was a great question. Yeah. Um, I am just going to say that um, I can't speak on YNR's behalf because I don't know officially right. if they are or aren't. But I would just think that in 2019, yeah. it wouldn't matter. It would be a non-issue. You would hope so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we had, um, you know, maybe about a year ago, um, I had somebody on the show as a guest. And he he said something very brilliant. So that's why I'm quoting him now about it. Um, so a question like this came up. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, it's 2019. Mm-hmm. That literally should not be a question. It should, or yeah. not, that, not, that Ste- not about what Steph said, but it shouldn't be an issue whether you're having a gay storyline or not. It should yeah. just happen if it's naturally supposed to happen. Yeah. Um, and it's just, yeah, like it's not a... <laughs> I, I feel like with Theo and Kyle, I would love to see that happen, actually. Yeah, yeah. I would. I think it would be great. I think it would um, kind of be revolutionary. Like, in in daytime, we haven't really... I, I, I mean, I don't really watch a lot of other soap, soap operas other than Bold and the Beautiful. Shout out to Bold and the Beautiful, because I do watch that. But I haven't seen any um, gay storylines in other yeah. daytime shows either. So, And, and it's interesting, because... A lot of the storylines that we see on um, soaps in general, I feel, like getting married and, okay, now we can have a baby. I feel like... Um, we have another call. Oh, we have a caller. Who's on the line? Who's on the line? Hey, what, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Dwight from Lovell, Kentucky. Hi, how are you? Um, my question is, would you consider getting... Rick Rickert, Kevin, on the show. On the after show? We, uh, yes. So we've actually um, reached out to the publicist for YNR, and we're hoping to get guests on the show. But the issue is they are so busy, and it's just, it's very, um, it's a bit of a process. We are working on it, though. Um, unfortunately, we don't really get to pick who we're, we have on the show. But we are working toward getting more guests on here. We would have them all on the show yeah, if we could. We, we would really absolutely. would. And then sometimes, um, sometimes like Eric, Eric Braden, for example, they don't want to talk YNR because they've done it so many mm. times. So sometimes that's the issue, too. They, they want to come on and discuss other things than just the soap. But yeah. not that they have an issue with the soap because they don't. But 
Um, just sometimes it's there's there are reasons why we can't get people on, but we have reached out and we're waiting. We're, we're doing hoping. our part, guys. Yes. We we want them on the show as much as you guys do. Oh, absolutely, so. that'd be so cool. And like, I really. My next, oh, sorry. My next yeah. question. My next question is. Um, I think that a gay storyline would be perfect for Y and R. Yeah, absolutely. Who yeah. would you like to see get together? Kevin and let's see. Kevin and Kyle. Yeah, I could see that. It's interesting cuz Kevin it, the actor, yeah, in real life is gay. Yeah, and so. doesn't he um I think he does play a character who's gay on another soap. Oh, oh I, I didn't think know that. so. I'll, okay. If anyone wants to fact check for that for fact check that for me that would be great but i think i've seen him um while i'm watching y&r on a commercial for another soap um but thank you so much for calling in thank you so much for the call she is out awesome um so let's go ahead and skip to okay we talked about devon we talked about lola and the love square let's talk a little bit more about sharon and everything going on with... We were touching on this in the yeah. beginning, but I feel like we have a little more to say. Sure. So, okay. So, aside from the fact that, obviously, Sharon should not be the person that Nick chose, how did... Or, Chelsea? Sorry. We, we, do you want to hold her? We... No, please take yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, let's take it. We can do one more. Hi, you're on uh, Restless Rap. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Uh, Austin, Texas. Hey, how are I you? I love Austin, Texas. <laughs> So this is Samuel Levine. Hey, Samuel. Thanks for calling in. He's in the chat. Hi. So I actually, I don't have a question. I just have some little things that are just kind of bothering me about YNR. Like, I love the show. I've been watching it since I was a kid. But I just feel like sometimes YNR is scared to just go there and stop being concerned about what viewers think. I agree with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, for... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I was just going to say. Um, my issues are they tend to island um, the black characters. Mm, yeah. They always put Devon, uh, Hillary, a.k.a. Amanda, mm-hmm. whatever. Amanda, Sinclair, <laughs> yeah. Uh, his new girlfriend, um they they tend to just not do much of anything with them except keep them in their own little box unless it's about Catherine. And then now all of a sudden we got to involve Kane. And instead of it being Devon actually being the one to go on the adventure, it's Kane. And I'm just like, why? <laughs> Kane's not the one who actually has the money yet. It's about Devon. Right. Yeah. I agree with you. And it's funny yeah. you say that because literally Devon, every storyline we have with him, he's always separate from the Newmans, You're always right. separate from the Abbots. I don't get that. Like, I feel like, I almost feel like we're watching mm. two separate shows sometimes mm. because he's so, like, distant from the rest. And, That's a really good point. Yeah. And they should really bring him into more. He's got the money. Like you said, they could be doing much more with him. You're right. They could be doing so much. They could be doing so much more with him. And then also... I feel like as far as the gay storyline goes, like they wanted to play it safe with two women because they feel like it's more acceptable for two women to be gay or lesbian or whatever than it is to for two men. And I'm just like, you already have gay characters. You have Philip, and you never even tried to introduce any type of 
uh, boyfriend or husband or anything when it came to Philip talking about he came out years ago, um, but he was scared, so he had to leave. And that's the reason why, you know, he faked his death when it came to Nina and all of them. To me, I was just, it, it just bothers me sometimes with YNR that they center so much around Adam yeah. or the Newmans or the Abbots yeah. that they forget about, like, we're living in 2019. The one person I feel like should be gay or bisexual is Kyle because yeah. thinking of Jack being a playboy back in the day and all he ever did was sleep with women, it will break his heart to find out that Kyle is actually being, he's sleeping with men and Jack wouldn't know how to deal with that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, that makes sense. I mean, they are definitely playing it safe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you. There's, thank you for calling yeah, I'm in. Yeah, they're, they're just not going there. I just had to let that out. Yeah, <laughs> no, thank you so much. Thank you for Very being good point. Yeah, that makes so much sense, especially about Devon and like, you know, them always playing it safe. Um, thank you for being part of the chat and for calling in. No problem. <laughs> thank a, you, guys. Yeah, thank you. Have a great week. <laughs> you too. Bye-bye. <laughs> Round of applause. <laughs> All right. Well, we are done taking calls for today. Um, but let's jump in and just let's talk about our law moment because I feel like we hit all the content. Okay. Farah, what was your law moment for the We week? had the same law moment. Okay, all right. So it was Victor asking Jack <laughs> if he'd like to reimburse him for that shot that Jack paid for in his name. <laughs> Hilarious. Oh, so that whole, since we're talking about this, let's talk about that scene. Yes. Thank Round you. of applause. Thank you for that, that sound That whole scene with Jack showing up. It was so good. Or with Victor showing up and, like, <laughs> them going back and forth. And, like, Jack saying, you know that your death impacted me, right? Yeah. He's like, I even, I even had a drink in your honor. Would you like me to reimburse you for the shot? With a straight face. <laughs> Would you like me to reimburse you for that shot? <laughs> like, so, like, snarky. Yeah. Dry and snarky and I would hilarious. have stood up and I'd be like, yes. $12.15 and $3 <laughs> tip. Just on principle. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, all right, that was hilarious. Let's go ahead and jump to our predictions. Your After Buzz TV predictions. Farah? Um, okay, so I would like to see why they're having Sharon speak to, uh, what's his name? Little Connor. Boy. Connor. Um, so I know there's a story there. I just don't know exactly what it is. Um, so that's my prediction about that. And then the love square, um, we talked about this a little bit earlier, but again, I think Kyle and Summer are going to hook up and Lola and Theo are going to hook up. And I don't, I don't think Victor's going to give away his throne that easily. Yeah, I, I like think. that in the, in the chat, too, about, yeah. Him, yeah, about him just... I feel like, I mean, he said he had the papers drawn up, which was a good sign, yeah. but I feel like there's going to be some kind of addendum in there yeah. that keeps him on. Right. So I agree with that. Um, I think that we didn't really touch much on this, but everything going on with Adam in Las Vegas, I was very ready for Kane to turn around and say... Hey guys, like I'm here with more information. Like I thought that this was going to be yeah. Kane showing up 
and this reveal was going to be that yeah. not only was Adam involved with Chance, but so was Kane. Oh. Somebody said that last week in the chat, and it got me thinking. And, like, they're not going to just, like, Kane, Kane has more information than what he's letting on, I think. Um, even if it's something that he's working around with Jill. Yeah. Um, which is why I think she's so invested. But I also think that um, we're going to find out that it's not actually Chance behind all of this. And that it's somebody else that hmm. is in Genoa City... And um, and this could be partially because in the previews, it came out that Amanda was working with an older man, okay. and that's when they knew it wasn't Chance. So I'm thinking that it's an older man who, um, I, I, I want to go for, oh yeah, Victor, but I don't think that makes no. sense. So somebody else that we know who maybe hasn't been around for a while, okay. um, and I think that's who can, uh, abducted Kane. Okay. So those are my thoughts. Um, the love square we kind of talked about, but yeah. I think, uh, yeah, I, I give it another couple of weeks, and then somebody's going to be cheating on somebody. Do you think Chance is ever going to come on the show? There, I think that someone in the chat said he is coming okay. on. That's, that's what the rumor I've is. I've been eagerly anticipating. Yeah. I but I, he's hot. But I feel like it's going to be this next week there's going to be a reveal that somebody else is hand, is is doing is messing with the will okay um and making it look like it's something that it is there's isn't. no way that this is legitimate right like i don't think it's legitimate i don't think so no. either um but i think kane's obviously curious now yeah. because a part of him does want that money so i think that's a great place to stop for yeah. the week um let's go ahead and i'm just checking for any last comments here uh Duleman, make adam gay that would be good. That would totally work. And I'm going to go back and check for next week, but I'm pretty sure that there was a moment when he almost hooked up with a, with a guy. Okay. It was like a passing thing. Okay. Um, okay. But until next week, Farah. Where can everybody find you or not find you? You guys can find me right here every week. Um, yeah. I'll see you guys next week. And I'm Rachel Goodman. You guys can find me on Twitter at Rachel Goodman or on my author site or my, well, my author Twitter at Rachel Radner or on Instagram at my author username at Rachel Radner author. We also have a Restless Rap Facebook page. If you go to Facebook, it's at Restless Rap. You can post and I will always post the link to the show there. And we try and talk about why and all there, why and are there, you know, whatever you guys have comments. So, in the meantime, I'll see you guys there, and we'll see you next Sunday. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.